This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And welcome back to another fantastic episode of Charged Up Studio Live. My name is Sandra Dorsey. I am the founder and CEO of Sendor Capital. And today we, um, actually, let me bring in my co-host. Hey, Sandra. Hello, everybody. This is Dana Olivo, CEO of Marketatomy, LLC. And we are here today, we're going to be talking a little bit about, we're still concentrating on COVID, but what we're talking about is how to protect the mental health of your remote workers. Sandra? Absolutely. Such an important topic because I myself have been working remotely for over a decade. And, you know, I, 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 Love the idea of not having an office because I was in corporate banking for so long that, you know, I had two offices. I shuffled back and forth. Back then it was like, it was good. It was like a status thing. You know, I have two offices, come to my office. But it got old. And after I started traveling around the world, I realized how unnecessary it was. You're paying rent, you're paying um, all sorts of additional overheads. But, you know, as far as a business, and now I have remote staff. I actually have quite a few um, administrative staff and support staff that work remotely, um, you know, some of them in, in, in the UK, some of them, you know, in different parts of the world, but I'm in some in the US. And so I'm very grateful to that everyone else has caught up to me, but that doesn't come without challenges. Right, yeah. Donna? Right, right. Exactly. I mean, as a small business owner, I had my own office, which I had to give up when COVID started. Primarily, uh, I had to give that up because I did a lot of one-on-one consulting. And as a result of COVID, I couldn't meet one-on-one anymore. So we were had, had to um, resort to virtual meetings and things like that. But the income went down. So we had to cut back on our budgets. But I still, like Sandra, I have remote workers that work with me. What I've learned working with remote workers is patience, flexibility, understanding that I need to be clearer in my communication efforts with them. And I have to do it face-to-face via Zoom. I can't do it just through the phone or anything like that. If I don't have those facial reactions in front of me, it's difficult for me to pinpoint whether they understood what I said or not. Mm -hmm. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? What we're trying to get at is what are some of the things that we could as employers do for our employees who are working remotely to make them feel as though they're still connected to the work environment? Absolutely. So, you know, I don't know about you, but my, my home environment is pretty, um, it's pretty quiet. I'm very, you know, I'm very grateful for that. 
So the thing is, I, but I'm on a lot of calls. And yeah. if you are living on your own and you don't have that, if you have a remote worker and you have someone who's not accustomed to it, let's just start there. Mm-hmm. So I have, I'm pretty seasoned at this kind of, you know, practice of, you right. know, traveling and being back home and doing my thing and getting on conference calls from home. I'm disciplined. So I'm the business owner. I've come to in- implement a system for me that keeps me on track on schedule and keeps me accountable. But in this day of COVID, and that's what we want to address, the people who are not accustomed to working from home. So you have the private, first of all, the most, the biggest problem is isolation. Right. I'm the kind of person, you know, I don't necessarily need a lot of humans to be happy. So um, I, I'm doing okay because I spend so much time talking. I'm a talker, so I can feel fulfilled. No joke. <laughs> oh, no joke, right? So I can feel completely satisfied and fulfilled just on talking business all day, being on the phone, talking to people. I get, um, I get f- um, filled, fueled that way, you right. know, talking business, th- you know, thinking about my next big idea, my next big project. That's enough for me. But I've cultivated that within myself because I have an established practice of meditation where I actually can go off in silence and disconnect. But you're disciplined, yes. I am. So, but when you have those people, people who are not accustomed to this type of of system, you're going to have them, they're going to feel disconnected because those are the people, especially if you have a small office and you're used to having people in small environment. I could tell you now that Donna and I are doing remote, I do miss interacting with her in that small studio that we had. There was something about the energy and feeling the joy and the stimulation when we had guests. That's even, that's, that's a different um, experience for us doing this here. But we're talking about also, also people who are used to having every day nine to five in an office now have to be in a remote their screen they are having um their co-workers became their family right right so right. now they are having if whether they are living alone whether they're living family let me tell you not a lot of people not many people um a lot of people don't necessarily like the people they live with so the the people at, at the office became you know sort of a support system Escape, for them yeah yeah, so um, the problem of isolation is the biggest one. So now we want to talk about how we can um, troubleshoot or even identify, because some people who are not used to it may not know that this is a problem for them. But you as a leader, you need to be prepared as a business owner to be able to spot the, 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 the signs, the right. signs when somebody is not having a good mental health right. day. Right. And that's exactly it. The, the difference between what we don't realize is working within an office, okay, whether we have a job behind the computer or not, working in an office, there is a tendency to get up and walk around. There's a tendency to not stick in one place. Whereas when you're working at home remotely, what you find a lot of times is you're spending more time sitting in front of your computer rather than walking around and being distracted. That's if you have a dedicated workspace at home. If you don't have a dedicated workspace at home, naturally there's going to be a lot of interruptions and and things like that. 
So if you start hearing that your employee is not feeling well or is getting sick a lot or is the back, their back is feeling bad or something like that, chances are they're not getting the exercise and the activity and the fresh air that they need to get in order to stay healthy. So, Absolutely. Something to say for, you know, um, the tribe. You know, we were born on this planet with, you know, a group of people for a reason. So if, it, you know, especially those, those workers that actually live alone, this is a dire, this is a dire um, situation for people who actually have been, who don't have anyone to, you know, to interact with. Interact in is one of the keys. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm a, I'm a networker by, you know, uh, my personality is networking. I love meeting people. And for the last six, seven months, I have not been able to actually get out and physically meet people, um, which has been a very difficult time for me. I meet them via virtual meetings and things like that, but there's just something missing there, that interaction as far as that's concerned. Um, but what, I, what also happens is with remote employees, when they're in the office, for instance, my employees, when they're in the office, it's easy for me to be checking in on them and giving them encouragement, letting them know that they're doing a good job and I'm happy with it. You know, it takes more effort on my part right now to ensure that my employees who are working remotely know I appreciate what they're doing and, and, and lifting them up to feel as though, yes, I really do appreciate what they're doing. It's, and I, I so appreciate what you're saying. And it's definitely a test of leadership and character. Right. Because I know there are some leaders who take it for granted when somebody's in the office not to interact with them. This is not the time to become an introvert. This is a time to be an extrovert and check in on your, on your people and set a time. You know, so we have, the problem is like, it's the poor leadership. If you already had, um, and you know, this is not a judgment but right. I'm just trying to troubleshoot, you know, help you in the audience mm-hmm. troubleshoot some of the things. If you were a introvert and sometimes that didn't necessarily your, you know, there are some people who um, their leadership skills are more in the execution than the interaction. So right. they execute, they send you away. They don't want to, don't come into my office, leave me. I've got other things. They're more into, you know, right. um, you know, they're more into, you know, planning the meetings, you know, um, creating the, the guidelines, the paperwork and all that. But now you become more of a sort of what uh, a caretaker, because right. you got to make sure that this person is well enough that you need to, sh- they need to show up the next day in the next day. Of course, you'd like to know, think that your employees are self-reliant, but not everybody is that because a lot of people are not business um, entrepreneur minded. They're not disciplined enough to keep themselves on track. Well, so- that will come out in the deliverables. Okay. If they're not delivering what they've promised to deliver or whatever, then you know that there's something there that's keeping them from being committed and focused on what their job is. Absolutely. And so we, so we have a few points to think about. So we talk about the problem of isolation, you know, the leadership and the communication needs to be constant and consistent, consistent. Don't, you know, say, okay, well, I talked to them today and, you know, I think they're good, but check in, you know, find out from them what's going on. Um, So the limited control over time management. So we have people to, um, 
who are now going to be distracted. They're not going to be incubated by the office, but they're going to be in, at home with the family or at home checking their phones. I mean, I know there are some environments who prevent people from having their phone. Like if you're in, you know, in a more structured environment, right. these people are constantly on Facebook now. So you keep in mind, social media is more available ever before. And for some people, it's kind of healthy for them to be on social media. But is that all they're doing all day? Are they in what Donna said earlier is the deliverables? Is it, you know, demonstrative of a eight hour workday? And um, the the roles to are the are those are the responsibilities clear? And is is it are the task and objective? clearly outline so Mm -hmm. that these people do not feel lost by themselves and also the emotional support for employees i know some large corporations actually have as part of their um insurance plans some you know hotlines where people can call you know you know sometimes you know people just need that extra emotional support and i think that people in an office do provide some kind of buffer between the home environment in the world. So it's kind of like a um, a family because some offices usually have potlucks, et cetera. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. So whatever those things do happen in in that side. But you know, excellent point to bring up. Okay. I think, you know, having a, some kind of a psychologist or, or somebody, a consultant. I'll go to it. Yeah. uh, To, to be there available for those that do struggle to work from home. I think that's extremely important. And I'm sure you don't have to be a big company to be able to afford something like this. You know, I'm sure that there's many small companies, if they were to join forces and come in as a group, they could probably afford to hire somebody you yes. know, to, to do this. You know, the other thing is, is when we're talking about communication, one of the biggest things that happened when we were talking about working remotely is companies were not prepared technologically. And so they had to come up to speed extremely fast in order to continue work as usual remotely. And one, some of the things that to be considered is um, having a, a live chat sequence so that you are online with somebody all day long. You've got Absolutely. somebody who's behind a chat room. And if you have a question, you just, you know, it's just like being there, except you're not physically there, you know, so right. that you, can, you can be chatting back and forth. And then the other thing is my husband who is working remotely and he works for a very large organization and he works with several different teams. They talk during lunch. It's a working lunch every single day and they have a meeting. Yeah, they have a meeting. So it's not interfering in their work hours, but it's their lunch hour and they have a meeting to where they discuss, okay, where are we today? And what, where do we need to get by tomorrow? That way you have shorter, smaller goals and deliverables that need to be done. Absolutely. But there are, there, there are people that you would not have to worry about them underworking. You actually yeah. have those who are overworking and people right. who can crash and burn. So exactly. that's a consideration too. I used to be one of those people as a small business owner, I'm sure you can relate because uh-huh. when you are working in at something that you're passionate about, because I'm sure you have employees who love what they do. Right. And so, but it's about, you know, you know, it's, it's important that you, again, you, uh, you emphasize what's needed and the hours that are, that are going to be worked. So if, if it's ambiguous and you have, 
employees who, you know, you're calling them, they, they are on the computer. I don't know. I think there may be at some point systems where you can see if the employee is online or not. But, you know, if they're on the computer 24 hours a day working, 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 and, you know, compensating for all the other teammates, because there are some people oh, who are yeah. going to underwork. So that's a consideration. Again, it's about mental health and making sure that these people have work-life work life balance, right. even though they work from home. Donna's um, premise to call um, the, the conversation with the fact that they need to get out. So yeah. we talk about some, so, so um, the some recommendation yeah. in summary, uh, we, you know, we talked about um, what worked, what has um, worked for both of us, but we want to emphasize that it is important. The most important one for me anyway, is communication. Like Donna said, her husband gets on a noon uh, a daily noon call with his team so that he can continue to feel conne that connection right and right. and keeping a regular schedule so i know um i know there are some people who actually have a designated person on the team who is uh what do you call it a a, a team cheerleader and these uh, small businesses you need that. yeah accountability cheerleader yeah. Maybe as a business owner, you may not be the one to be able to do that. Right. And, you know, you may not be able to afford a psychologist, but you can afford to say to someone, you know, why don't you take charge of, you know, the, uh, you know, connecting? Because sometimes people don't necessarily want to be in touch with the business owner every day. Which is right. why you have someone in between, you know, a, a different a layer between you and those employees right. to be able to um, check in with them, and they may tell that person something that they may not tell you because they know right. you write the paycheck. They'll tell you everything is fine, but they may tell someone else that you know what I'm not having such a good day. I probably and also one of the things we we didn't talk about is flexibility as a business owner. Right. How flexible are you? with your employees who is going to now have more um, unclear boundaries when it comes to being caretakers. You know, they ha we have now a whole new generation. Go you ahead. might have the cat or the dog sitting in your lap while you're on the phone with your boss. <laughs> I can't tell you how many Zoom calls I've had where, you know, there's a, there's a kid running around in the back or there's an animal that's on the back of the chair. My, my cat likes to jump on the back of my chair, you know. That's there is a there is a video that went viral. I yeah. think it was a few months back, probably early day COVID, where there was a politician in Ireland who was on a Zoom call, but he forgot to put his pants on. So <gasps> he was sitting there. Yes, I'm sure you'll still. It's on the internet. He's and he a, got up, and he was just there. But the whole thing, he's, he he was showing. He was like, you know, rubbing his leg and just talking about the issues. But his whole body was showing. And, you know, it was just hilarious that he, he saw nothing. He didn't, I guess he wasn't accustomed to technology. Wow. So he was completely exposed. And, you know, so also just make sure What's that funny? everyone understands. Yeah. Really. So everyone understands. So those boundaries we talk about, I was more referring to, you know, people who are caretaking for family, for parents right. or for, you know, you, you, Donna, have had to take care of parents. You know, right. imagine how this would have happened if this, if you had to do it now. Right. Um, and also people who are homeschooling and having to juggle. So I'm saying to the employer, flexibility is so important right now to right. be able to 
really listen to the needs of those people who are working remotely to mm -hmm. say to them, okay, so you're going to need a day off because your child is schooling and they need you to attend a parent conference at this time. What is that going to look like for you? Is Are your needs going to be met while the, the employee's needs are going to be um, are being met as well? So it's all, um, it's all a, a give and take you know, to make sure that it's clear what your timelines are, what your objectives are, and what your expectation of the employees are. Right. But most of all, you know, everybody needs to be really gentle with themselves. You need to just keep in mind that we're all learning as we go along. This is all new for us. And I include myself in there. I just gave you an example of um, doing these sessions, um, these segments remotely with Donna and not being in the studio. So right, right. just trust that, um, you know what, you're going to have, you're going to make mistakes and it's no need for you to, you know, stress over it. Just make sure you talk to, to, to your, the people that work, right. that you, um, that are on your team. Right. So. No, and that's, and that's exactly it. You know, I see, um, I see talk to a uh, business coach once a week, you know, that helps me through some of these things, as far as we're talking about, you know, me being a remote worker, me being a, um, a, I wouldn't call myself an extrovert because I'm not an extrovert. I'm an introvert. My way of relaxing is sitting back and reading. Okay. But when it comes to business, I like being out in front of people. I like, um, you know, connecting with people in groups and talking to my clients face to face you know, that was difficult for me to get used to with this remote environment. You know, my sisters, I'm the oldest of seven. And we would, before COVID, you know, we would see each other on weekends and things like that. And all of a sudden we're having to communicate via Zoom so that we can stay in touch. And we're realizing how much we miss each other, you know, so that we sneak in these weekends periodically. But where I'm going with this is what it all boils down to is whether you're working from home or working in the office, you have a set schedule that you work with. Working at home is no different than working in the office. You want to set up a schedule. When are your break times? When you work in front of the computer, I mean, me personally, when I get in front of the computer, I get so involved in the computer that I forget what time it is and it'll be six hours later or I take a break. So I have a point where it's three times a day, I set a timer to remind me, get up, walk around for 15, 20 Dude, minutes. Really? I well, do. I just learned something new. Yeah, I have to, I set a timer you know, to kind of remind me, take a break, get away from the computer. Um, you know, my most creative time is in the mornings. Mm. So I try and move all my creative copywriting and, you know, and, and things like that to the morning time. So that afternoons, you know, I can spend on things that don't require as much of my brain power. That's essential. I, and yeah. I see that you're, you're extremely disciplined and um, you're, for me, it's all, I have so many devices and I'm constantly checking something. I'm, I think fortunately I'm no longer that social media person. I do have yeah. people who take care of that for me. As I said, you know, um, the human factor, I'm, I'm fueled by ideas, not necessarily by right. humans. I'm the kind of person that I can just be by myself with my mind and just be in my imagination. That's what I think makes, that's why it makes me a great entrepreneur because I'm always thinking about my next great idea. And so I don't necessarily need to engage on social media, but there are people who need that type um, of, right. of interaction, but you know, nothing against that, but you know, all politics are run on social media right now. So as far as that, so, you know, but that can also be to somebody's detriment. 
Yeah. You know, and if somebody's already in a low place, if you have an employee who's already in a low place and they're seeing someone else who's doing so much better than them, uh, you know, the, the, the depression can easily set in. Look at everybody's having a good life. Everybody's having, look at me, I'm stuck at home. You know, and so it's important. This is a time where you actually need to engage these people more than ever. Get out of your environment and also get out of your introverted self because as a business yeah. owner, you want to make sure that you're, your little um, work family is also healthy and safe. Mental health, I can't say enough how important it is to the overall well-being. You know, Donna and I don't talk about physical health as much as we talk about um, mental health. I think you can deal with anything as long as you have healthy mindset. And that, you know, that has to be first because, you know, in society, I think we shy away from these conversations because we associate it with some type of, you know, flawed, broken failure. It's interesting where, where it's so easy to talk about, um, you know, a physical condition rather than talk about, you know what, I'm not, you know, I'm I'm kind of depressed today. You know, Mm -hmm. people can't, it's because it's an emotional journey, Right. Right. And at society, we tend to move so quickly, especially with all this, you know, um, all these devices and all this technology around us, we kind of shut down our emotions. Mm -hmm. But this is not the time because so much more, so much, we are becoming more and more emotional as a result of COVID. And, you know, and I want to say to, you know, we haven't said that in the last couple of episodes, but I want to say that if you have lost a loved one, if you have had someone who is suffering um, through the, you know, the uh, depression, anxiety, mental health issues, you know, people, their suicide rates are up, you know, in teenagers and young adults, as well as adults. There are resources out there. Make sure you have those resources available for your employees. Do not be afraid to have those conversations because sometimes you may be the only person that person has to talk to. So you ask them, is everything okay? Right. And you make sure they know that you are there for them. Right. You know, and so um, we want to say, you know, that our heart go out to those people who are struggling right now doing COVID, working remotely, even in the employers who are having, who have employees who are dealing with difficult, you know, with difficulties um, relating to mental health for their employees. And for those who have had family members had an uh, impact of suicide in their family. Um, in, in the last in the last six, eight months during COVID or any other time, you know, this is a conversation that needs to happen more and more. I have a client in the UK who has a mental health or a system that um, is a healing system that's, you know, focused on mental health. And I was, she was suggesting that I reach out to politicians and say, well, I'm not really up to that. She goes, who in, in the US politi- political world focuses on mental health? You know, I couldn't think of one person. I, so, I, I can't think of anybody either. So know. that's why I say it's important. Really get involved and find out who is interested so that you can really have them speak up more right. during this time. So right. as you know, <laughs> time out for me. I said yeah. it and it's, I think we have given you quite a bit of information right. this time. My name is Sandra Dorsey. I am the co-founder of CEO of Sendor Capital. Please let us know how we can assist you. Let us know if you have any questions after the show, put your, um, reach out to us. I'm Dana Oliva with Marketatomy LLC, and we look forward to reaching back out to you next week. And you can always reach us at info at chargedupstudio.com. 
You can follow us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube, and contribute to our platform on Patreon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.